0: are here for a reason breaking down the brotherhood one prayer at a time right on right on right on right on radio for continuous coverage the latest information separate fact from opinion get the truth Get the news. You're listening to Right On Radio. You are here for a reason. Welcome everyone to Right On Radio. As you just heard in the intro, breaking down the brotherhood one prayer at a time. Well, my prayer is that you'll understand the brotherhood's moves through this because this is the brotherhood that we're discussing behind this thing we are calling the mass deception. Uh, the tagline of the show, of course, is Live Right in the Real World, where I will expose the real world to you, both visible and invisible, and then you decide how to live right. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Alice Bailey, and uh, this is a very significant piece and why we're doing it, but Before I do, if you'll beg me a quick indulgence, you know, I talk about my liberty stand quite a bit, you know, do you use, do you wear makeup if you're a woman, do you wear makeup, how would you like to know that your makeup is better quality, better for your skin, and goes through no animal testing? There's no harmful things done where all the other companies, where you know, the mainstream ones do all those terrible things. They put terrible chemicals in, you know, stuff that isn't good. And you look at uh, people who wear, you know, the main brands of makeup, uh, especially if they wear a lot, when they get older, they wrinkle up more. So there's something to using more natural ingredients. And also, you know, a lot of people have sensitive skin. Did you know that, like, the laundry detergent we have is not only cheaper, but it works better, more powerfully. Um, And, like, if you have sensitive skin, those issues are gone. Uh, There's so many testimonies of it. And, again, it's more affordable and it's delivered to your door. You're dealing with a Patriot company. And the last thing I'm just going to mention to you is, you know, uh, deodorant we all wear it. There's an antiperspirant thing to it. You know that the antiperspirant parts of the ones we do from the Patriot Company, it won't go into your bloodstream. It's designed that way. They have to have it so it can reduce sweat. Like, you know, there's certain things that they have to do, but they've made it completely safe. And, you know, the leading brands that you buy in the store, which cost the same or more money, will last 12 hours, 14 hours, 24 hours. You know that ours lasts 24 hours? And I can tell you, it really does, or sorry, 48 hours. It really does last 48 hours. So cost less goes twice as far. Go to my Liberty stand. If you, healthy snacks, you know, cleaning products. Soon we're going to have beef. And the very best you cannot buy in the store or even at your butcher. Uh, now's the time. And, uh, you know, your where you put your money is uh, also where your heart is, a lot of people would say. And I'd say there's some truth to it. So go to mylibertystand.com. If you have trouble getting onto that site with your browser, then just shoot me an email at writeonjeff at gmail.com. And uh, thank you for your patience with that. Hey, guys got to work, right? Listen, um, I know some of you are itching for me to just get to the point in this series. Here's the point. I have to do it this way and show you the foundations and where all this language comes from because you know you're already thinking in the back of your mind oh that's just those crazy guys over in, in there we know about them they're you know it's kind of, it's kind of christian but they're off on their fundamentals or you know whatever it is or the different denominations here's the fact and here's the point of why i'm doing it this way it has crept in everywhere everywhere you and I are not exempt. We have taken part of this into our being. Trust me, we have a lot of correction. And I'm gonna give you a bit of a warning. Look, I, I've been I became aware of this stuff about a year ago, uh, in particular. And you know, I've had to do a lot of learning. You know, I've probably read you know, just in preparation of this show, about 16 hours of stuff. And uh, and it's hard to do. In fact, I was going to put together another PowerPoint presentation, but the thing is, some of these quotes, which are blasphemous, are so close to the truth, I'm even reluctant to read you the exact quote. So I'm going to tell you, in essence... What is behind this and why Alice Bailey was so important in this? Uh, By the way, Blavatsky, who we did last time, was, you know, uh, (laughs) Bailey was her protege. Remember I said that, you know, certain people were selected because of their gifts? Well, Alice Bailey is one of those people. And... It's also important for you to know, I don't think I mentioned this in the Blavatsky thing. I talked about her studying of all these religions, and I briefly mentioned uh, Freemasonry. Uh, It's really important for you to know that they're Freemasons. Now, they might have studied other religions, uh, other faiths, other mysticisms, the occult. Certainly, they're both in the occult. They both worship Uh, Lucifer but remember when you're a Freemason and I believe they were both in the eastern star uh, as women you're making oaths in Freemasonry so Freemasonry is really behind a lot of this and a lot of the knowledge is coming out and So you're going to see the underlying parts of this, uh, in it. And as I say, it's going to, it's, it's everywhere. And my warning to you is, you know, I, uh, this morning, you know, we always have Christian music playing in my kitchen and it's just, you know, kind of the lighthearted stuff, Christian entertainment. You might even say just the modern sort of Christian lyrics seem good, but, Now that I know all this stuff, which God are they singing to? (laughs) I'm telling you, there is a false Jesus, and it's prevalent, and many people are worshiping the wrong one. But there's one point that I'm going to make very, very strongly As we go forward, I guess, you know, we're next week, I'm going to be going into the actual church itself and starting to show you some different things of where all this stuff is popping up. And I'm going to reinforce the point then, but I want you to hear this. So if you're, you know, doing so, just stop for one second. Even in these new age infiltrated churches, I find God is also there. Why? Because there are people who are legitimately seeking him and they are being misled. God also shows up. God does not forsake you. And if you're under one of these deceptive ministries right now, God has not forsaken you. I want... (laughs) Okay, I'm going to just say, I I believe I'm saying that on the authority of the Lord. Okay, God has not forsaken you. He will pull you out and perhaps seeing uh, this series is one way to do it. Um, obviously, Obviously, you know, you can do a lot of research on this stuff. Don't take my word for anything in this. You can do the research. and In fact, just on the Subject of Alice Bailey. Her website gives you more than enough. Now, there's all kinds of commentary on her, uh, but her website alone gives you so much. So, let me just talk to you a little bit a brief history of Alice Bailey. Um, She was born in Manchester, England. Uh, She was an aristocrat, (laughs) you know, another wealthy to do British upper class family. You notice how these people tend to come out of those? Probably a long history in their bloodline or whatever. Um, She married uh, this Episcopal minister. They moved to the United States. Her minister husband uh, became a little bit uh, physically abusive, I guess is the word to describe it. And uh, she fled from that and went up to, uh, and settled with her three children in Pacific Grove, California. Now there she meets these two women who start telling her about the Theosophical Society. Um, And that's at the same time, you know, she's learning from these two women, then all of a sudden she meets... Foster Bailey a man who's devoted his life to occultism and uh so this was in uh like 1920 by this point in time I just want you to know the timelines um then she hears this uh this voice and she starts getting visions kind of like Blavatsky as she's learning this stuff and she gets a message from this uh Master who calls himself the Tibetan. Now when I'm going to talk about masters in this and it's important to note that both uh, Blavatsky and Bailey uh, they believe in this ascended Masters thing that you're hearing all about right now, okay? And when they refer to the Jesus of the Bible, they're referring to him actually as Master Jesus and they quote the Bible, masterfully and just put that little twist on it. They quote it masterfully and they use it to make their arguments. Now, it's completely false what they do. And that's why I'm hesitant to even read a lot of the stuff to you. Uh, Don't take my word for it. Look it up. Um, Many people call Uh, Alice Bailey, the queen or the mother of the new age where, you know, it's probably more Blavatsky, but uh, Alice Bailey's reach went very, very far. And so Alice Bailey starts channeling one of these ascended masters called the Tibetan. Now, you're going to see how important the prophetic is to this new age age magic trick to take away from christianity is um and i made a statement on i think it was the prelude to this and i didn't get any comments on it i don't think but listen today to today's prophets and what they're saying and if you then listen to there's some we just go on to youtube um channeling ascended masters like saint germain you're going to hear the same stuff that's coming out of these people who are making prophetic utterances weekly I'm just telling you it's the same stuff maybe the people channeling the ascended masters are hearing from God I don't know just an observation and you should start paying attention to it So this Tibetan gets her to write all kinds of books. Uh, She became prolific for the next 30 years, basically downloading or channeling these books. And, uh, of course, we know that Alice Bailey and Foster Bailey started the Lucifer Publishing Company, which later becomes Lucius Trust, and is right inside of the United Nations building. And I will make the argument when we get to uh, the United Nations and part of this series uh, that this is the religion of the United Nations. Um, In fact, let me just touch on that real quick here. Because, you know, the United Nations, and you can, I have all kinds of documentation you can find out that really the United Nations is very anti-Semitic. What you'll find in the teachings of Alice Bailey and, you know, uh, in particular, but uh, Blavatsky was anti-Semitic as well. But Alice Bailey actually, you know, in her writings was actually Hitler did a good thing and ended their suffering i'm not making that up look it up that alice Bailey writes this and they make Adolf into a good guy which uh yeah i think well there's no way you could say anyone who kills millions and millions and responsible for death even if there's other people pulling his strings not a good guy <laughs> okay not a good guy um Blavatsky and Alice Bailey both believed in a coming one. The coming one that they say is Lucifer. They call him God. I'm going to get into some of their stuff because you have to understand where what they're doing. Now, Alice Bailey devoted her life to being the forerunner and working out this plan to actually usher in the Antichrist. She put together the plan, and we covered the 10-point plan before. I'm going to go through it a little bit again today. But here's a quote from her. The Christian church in its many branches can serve as a John the Baptist, as a voice crying in the wilderness, and as a nucleus through which world illumination will be accomplished. Her writings detail the plan to do this. Her writings detail that the initiates, very Freemason, very Freemason, and this is going back, I think there's a quote from 1915, and essentially she is saying, we need to go into the church and take the pulpits. And on the outside of the church, it's going to look normal. We're still going to use Christianese. We're still going to talk about all those nice Christian things. But on the inside, we'll have our guy and we're going to rot it from the inside. And their plan was to have all the Christian pulpits. And their plan was to have that done in 50 years. So actually in 19, the 1925 to 1975. And then there were some significant stuff that happens in 1975. We'll get there later. Um, but so the, the occult wants to capture Christianity and blend itself in, uh, is spreading new age consciousness. And now you might be thinking, well, you know what? My church doesn't do that. Well, just hold on. Wait till you see how much the deception goes and some of the things that are said. There's so many little things that are said. Or in the case of your church, it's what is not said. Is there, is there an emphasis on repentance of sin? Are they staunchly pro-life? Just saying. Um, Just so you understand their philosophy, and they do believe that Lucifer is the savior of the world, I don't want to read too much of this stuff to you, but... um, this is pretty important stuff. So the mystery of the descent or fall to earth of the rebellious angels. That's the subject at hand here. And this is from their publication called The Beacon out of Lucifer Trust or Lucifer Publishing. The rebellious angels or solar Angels. By the way, if you're, are you hearing some new age, new age people talking about solar flashes and stuff like that? Pay attention. Solar angels, and to be the mystery hinted at in the scriptures of the secret ages. Thus, it is not surprising that there's much confusion concerning the fallen angels. So, this is what they believe. The secret of the fallen angels is essentially the mystery of the lie lies behind the plan of evolution for the solar angels' willingness to fall, to sacrifice themselves in order to bring the light of the principle of mind to what was then animal man, marked for the coming of the action of the great law of duality by which matter form, negative and passend, could be quickened by the spirit. The act of sacrifice at the dawn of human history is a thread woven through the great scriptures and mythologies of the world, including the myth of Prometheus, who stole fire, the mind of man, and the biblical story of the prodigal son, who left the father's home to embark on the path of experience. Remember that word, experience in the life, in the form of senses, to the journey, to the far country. So you see, they believe that they it was a noble sacrifice. And they believe that God, our creator, and by the way, they use the word Jehovah a lot for God. And it's interesting, I could only find Jehovah, the name of our father creator, and it is his name mentioned once but the way when they use it they make Jehovah both male and female you're going to find out the divine feminine and all this stuff that comes in um, by the way this is right on Lucius Trust uh, website that I'm reading from the secret of the fallen angels that I just did um, here's I'm just going to continue this is their them writing. The name Lucifer comes from the Latin words lux or lucius, which means light, and fair to bring. Thus, Lucifer literally means light bearer. And they link it to the planet Venus, and then they say, but, you know, Jesus, the master Jesus, is from uh, Mercury. So it couldn't be, and they get into all kinds of just, Crappy stuff. Um, And then they go on to copy or to give praise to the fallen one, Lucifer. And this is important. This is not, you will know this is blasphemous, okay? So I feel comfortable reading these few quotes. He entered into a life and knew it to be death. He took a form and grieved to find it dark. He drove himself forth from the secret place and sought the place of light. And light revealed all that he had sought the least. He craved permission to return. He said, "He sought the throne on high and him who sat thereon." He said, "I sought not this. This, this is this is what he's saying, okay? I looked for peace." They're they're saying, they're saying this is the words of Lucifer, I'm talking to God, our Creator, the Father who banished him from heaven. But Lucifer claims. I sought not this. I looked for peace. I wasn't trying to overthrow him. I wanted to prove my love and reveal my power. Light there is none. Peace is not found. Let me return. But he who sat upon the throne turned not his head. He seemed to not even listen, nor to hear. But from the lower sphere of darkness and of pain, a voice came forth and cried. We suffer here. We seek the light. I, I don't even want to read this. Raise us as a light and the Lord of life returned. He liked it nonsense. It, it, it's, oh, Ugh. this stuff grieves me to read it. Okay. Now. Some uh, quotes about from Bailey. Um, Okay, I'm not going to read the ones that sound too deceptive, but I've got a whole bunch I've picked out here. So. First quote, this is what Bailey says, so you know which God that she's talking about, okay? I want to make this very clear. This world is the kingdom of God. It is time that the church woke up to its mission, which is to materialize the kingdom of God on earth today, here and now. By the way, have you heard of this kingdom now philosophy? goes back a long time folks another qu- these are all quotes from Alice Bailey people are no longer interested in a possible heavenly state or probable hell they need to learn that the kingdom is here and must express itself on earth and you see and they'll use your kingdom come they'll use biblical text to sell this But Christ founded a kingdom on earth. You must know the Christ she is calling out is Lucifer. Okay? That is her Christ. They really do believe he is the chosen one. We can produce and as a race give birth to the next kingdom in nature which called the kingdom of God. So the blending of nature, Mother Gaia. The question arises How, uh, whether we may hasten this process to expedite matters that the kingdom and its laws may hold sway earlier than would otherwise be the case. However, it is possible to hasten the coming kingdom of the heaven. The true church is the kingdom of God on earth. Who's the prince of this word? You know, Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. Um, And I just want to be clear that... Uh, You know, this is, they believe in the, in the ascension that, you know, we're going back to the Eastern religions. And I showed you that for a reason, the chakras. It's because you're going to get up to the third eye and then, well, in fact, I'm going to go there a little bit more. But first, let me just talk about that 10-point plan one more time. Um, and I believe they've accomplished this already. But if you didn't catch that episode a couple months ago or as a refreshment, um, Alice Bailey's 10-point plan, this is what uh, the United Nations has been practicing and the world governments have been practicing. Uh, Number one, the very number one priority for them was take God and prayer out of the educational system. And I'm just going to give you some Bible answers to this as well because... First uh, Thessalonians five verse seventeen, pray without ceasing. <laughs> so yeah, that's a, a pretty good answer to that. Uh, number two on a Alice Bailey's plan: reduce parental authority over the children. Well, we've seen that for all of my life now. You know, first parents weren't allowed to spank your children. Children could go and narc essentially on their parents um now we see you know parents can't even tell schools not to teach my children transsexual stuff and all this stuff and uh so what is the biblical answer to that well let's read proverbs 13:24 whoever spares the rod hates his son but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him so parents must have authority over their children Number three in her ten-point plan: destroy the Judeo-Christian family structure or the traditional Christian family structure. Well, you know that the in the Christian people who f- claim to be Christians, the divorce rate is equal of the world. So I would say they've done pretty good in that, and. Uh, You know, God made woman for man, uh, Genesis 2, 18 to 25. But I also want to uh, just quote Ephesians. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head, and even as the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and his body and himself. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also women should submit to their husbands, and men are to treat their women I'm paraphrasing now, just as Christ would treat us. So it's not a bad thing for women. Number four is, if sex is free, then make abortion legal and make it easy. Well, they certainly did that. But, you know, there's a turning of the tides right now. We're very thankful for that. But uh, Jeremiah 1 verse 5, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew, and before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. You never know who that unborn child is. Um, You know what? I'm also going to read uh, Psalm 139, verses 13, uh, 14 and 15. Uh, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. Praise the Lord. Step five in Alice Bailey's plan, make divorce easy and legal. Free people from the concept of marriage and life. Boy, they've certainly done that. They've certainly done that. Um, Malachi 2, verse 16. For the man who does not love his wife but divorces her, says the Lord, the God of Israel, covers his garment with violence, says the Lord of hosts. So guard yourselves in spirit and do not be faithless. God despises divorce. I know many of you have done it. I've done bad things too. Number six. This is from the 1920s, folks, or 1930s. Like it, this is make homosexual homosexuality an alternative lifestyle, and it even she even goes on to call that children should be groomed through entertainment. Uh, Leviticus 18, verse 22, you shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. We know that. Number seven in her plan was to debase art and make it run mad. Uh, They've made art used to be beautiful. Even architecture used to be beautiful. Now most of it is cold. And like people just drawing lines and stuff and they calling it art. And Jesus, Mark 7, verse 20 to 23. And he said, what comes out of a person is what defiles him. From within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immortality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting witnesses, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these things are evil. So debasing art and portraying all those things, essentially. Uh, Man, this woman was ahead of her time. Number eight, use media to promote and change mindsets. Well, obviously, we know about the mock- mockingbird media, and she's calling for it way ahead of that. This is at least 20 years before the mockingbird media, uh, but she used it was to push forward this agenda, and of course, I'm just going to refer to Romans 12, verse 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good, acceptable, and perfect. Number nine of her 10-point plan, create an interfaith movement. Now, we've just recently seen in the last year over 60 different faiths get together and uh, sign an accord. Pope's involved in it too. I think the ecumenical thing, this one world church is going back into the Catholic church. I'm just going to tell you that now. I think it's going to be mystery Babylon. Uh, First Corinthians 118, for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to those of us who are being saved, it is the power of God. So there are no other faiths. There is one God and one way, and that is through Jesus Christ, the risen Savior. Number 10, get governments to make all these law and get the church to endorse these changes. Well, the church certainly has endorsed lot of these things the church is currently they just the church of england big news just in the last couple weeks is now giving blessing upon same-sex marriages god is in control folks god has not forsaken us lastly i want to touch on something because it's uh it's very important um we all have heard by now this uh Seven rays of light prayer that uh, General Flynn did in Hank Kuhneman's church. And Hank Kuhneman defended him vigorously. Look, I'm willing to call out Hank Kuhneman, folks. (laughs) It's obvious. Uh, Just watch his rebuttal defending Flynn the very next week. But it's been widely acknowledged on the internet, and I don't need to show you the clips of of the mashup of General Flynn and Claire Prophet. You can find that. General Flynn repeated Claire Prophet's prayer. Now, Claire Prophet was more in the modern day, but the Seven Rays actually come, well, probably even before, but they originally came through Blavatsky and certainly through Alice Bailey and the seven rays, this goes so deep. In fact, I, I I'm going to, I would encourage you to read this article on the And it's the uh, scientific part of the, of the seven rays. And I'm just going to read you what the seven rays are. Uh, the first ray so it, I want you to, before I read the th- the seven rays, actually, there's there was originally three rays and then there was four rays added. So the three is essentially like the false trinity, okay? The false trinity and then there's four more added to make the seven rays. So the first ray is the energy of will. I'm reading this just from her website, okay? The energy of will, purpose, or power, which is essentially the will of deity. So that's the overall God-conscious thing, okay? The second ray is the energy of love, wisdom, the love, desire, or the love of deity just like Jesus does all things to prove to do the Father's will, the false light. This is the light side of the Luciferian system, folks. Make no mistake. It's claiming the same thing. It's The, the second ray is the love of the first. The third ray, this is their version of the Holy Spirit, the energy or active intelligence or to reverse it. Intelligent activity, the intelligence use of building, of all creative effort to reveal divine purpose. The helper. Now, you're really going to hear some stuff. And and, in all of this, they claim that there is no sin. I want you to know that. Um, As above, so below. Do it thou wilt. Uh, That all comes through here, folks. The fourth ray, the energy of harmony through conflict. Order out of chaos. The fifth ray, the energy of concrete knowledge or science. The esoteric teachings. They think it's all divine ancient wisdom. Combining all, you all the faiths were right. So they're going to claim, and I, I got another point that I think I think might even be somewhat prophetic. Uh, I'm going to tell you in a minute. The sixth ray, the energy of devotion or idealism. This is where, you know, that third eye opens up and you become a devotee, and an initiate. The seventh ray. The energy of ceremonial order. Now, if you look at these, just and you put them against that uh, that image of the seven chakras, they're saying creation. You know, down in the groin, and right up in the seventh ray, where you become God. And I guess at the end of the day. What the biggest part of this master deception is going to be is that they take away the deity of Jesus Christ. They reduce Jesus Christ to a man. And then they say, oh, well, he became special, you know, when when he got baptized. Then they say he became a master. He ascended that consciousness. So, but by doing that, they take away the deity of God and they make man into God. This is from the pit of hell, folks. God was always God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word is God. We do not become God. We Do we become a new creation? Are we made in his image? Yes. But we do not become God. There's a big movement. uh, It's been going on for a long time. I'm tracking it back to like the 1940s. It's called the I Am Movement. And... Part of it is in the Word of Faith. Part of it is in the New Apostolic Reformation, the Latter Reign, the modern-day Charismatic. And, you know, there's very big names that claim this as well, the I Am. Uh, Look, I've already exposed Benny Hinn on this show before because uh, we talked about his grave soaking. Look, he admits it, you know, and the Bethel Church people they all, they all do it. In fact, they all do it, it seems, but Benny Hinn and uh, Kenneth Copeland, for instance, um, I believe Billy Graham, I'm not 100% on that, I know Billy Graham said all faiths, but certainly uh, Kenneth Hagen, Benny Hinn, Kenneth Copeland, all claim this philosophy that Jesus didn't become God until he was baptized. And they say, we. we, Kenneth Copeland, famous quote, you can find the video. He said, God pointed the sepulcher of truth at me and he said, I am. And Kenneth Copeland said, I am. Benny Hinn says, I am. They are putting themselves... Just as God. I'm not taking out of context. There's hundreds of examples of each of them saying this. Folks, it's blasphemous. And I want to close with this in mind for you. Uh, We know that during the COVID, thing that was going on that people who the government and the propaganda media had people turning on each other they had the unvac the vaccinated turning on the unvaccinated and it worked it was group think it was mass formation of like mass deception and it worked every one of us who were pure bloods experienced it well i'm going to start calling that period in time now the great experiment the great experiment because i'm i'm thoroughly convinced i don't know if this is, uh, was a prophetic vision or not i just see it clearly in my mind When this whole one faith thing comes up. And by the way, part of the one faith movement is going to be no, no, you can hold on to your Christianity. It's okay. All paths lead. All paths lead. And the reason they're trying to get all these people to take these things, to get these things into their body, and that is so that they can get this new mindset so they can start to ascend. This is what the devil is trying to create in people. And there's going to be this euphoric sense. This is the devil's plan. We don't know if God will allow this to come to fruition, okay? I want to be clear. We don't know if God will allow this to come to fruition. But I can tell you clearly the devil's plan is to do this and what it's going to be instead of unvaccinated and vaccinated. Eventually, it'll be marked and unmarked. Of course, we know that. But it's going to be, you're not filled with his love. That's right, born-again Christian. You're not filled with his love. You're not one of us. And I'm going to show you how they're going to do this. It's probably the scariest thing. Um, They're going to have people turning on each other. Again, just like the Bible says. But fear not. God is in control. He will never forsake us. And he'll cut the time of suffering short. It's his words. God promises to do that. We're going to go through some tough times. And if the devil gets his way, if God gives the devil permission to get his way, we're going to go through some really good times as well got to remember God is there every step of the way and I'm going to be saying that over and over as we start to go through what's happening in the modern church. So be hopeful folks. Um, but most of all, be the Berean. Don't trust me. don't trust any anyone out there. Look up these things for yourself. And compare it to the Word of God because that's all we have. And hey, don't forget go to My Liberty Stand if you haven't joined us in that, mylibertystand.com, or shoot me an email at writeonjeff at gmail.com. And uh, in the meantime, remember to love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself and make a difference in your community. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on radio. Right on radio.